Alrighty, this week we are diving into uh, a brand new mini-series, if you will, uh, a film that is a reboot of a long-standing character. Um, I think it's the 21st or 20th film in, in the uh, mm-hmm. James Bond but in, anthology. In itself is, it is a reboot. It is the first in the Daniel Craig mm. James, Bond film, James Bond films. Um, we reintroduced to the, to the character of James Bond uh, all of his it's sort of it's sort of an origin story. We get his uh, him at the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, we go through betrayal, um, through his his emotional state, uh, through obviously espionage and uh, political uh, blacklisting, if you will, black market stuff. Mm. Um, we got a great cast: Daniel Craig, Judy Dench. Um, I don't know chick's name plays Vesper, but we'll get to that in a second. She's great. She looked it up. She's wonderful. Um, but yeah, a lot of things to say about this movie. There's a lot of si- to say about this movie, and I have many questions. Uh, you are the expert on the Bond films. Well. Of the two of us, you're the expert. Okay. okay. Fair, fair. Fair, right? <laughs> um, but ultimately, our goal will be to answer the question, but is Casino Royale good? Let us find out. Okay. Da, 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 da. But is it good? The podcast. Da, 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 you interrupted. Da, the, da, you see how I tried to like da, bring it into the. Da, da, okay, sorry. See how I tried to. Let's do it again. But is it good? The podcast. Okay, take it from oh, the top. Right, here we go. Okay, okay. Okay, welcome to. <laughs> no. All right, let's just go back to Shabbos. Let's see what. But is it good? The podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is going on too long. (laughs) But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Greetings and welcome to episode 41 of But Is It Good Podcast. Hello. Hello. Uh, I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson, and with us as always somewhere is uh, Whiskers Queen Elizabeth Callahan-Olson Third. Welcome, as Hunter said, to But Is It Good podcast, where we answer the question. But is it good? We take a film, or films, or whatever you want to ask us, and we say, but is this good? Mm-hmm. And we talk about other ridiculous stuff. Other ridiculous stuff. Um, it is Sunday. Um you will I'm be listening to this on Monday. That is true. I'm sleepy and tired, but it's okay, because I love this. I'm doing this for y'all. There's a hair in my mic, and it's tickling my <laughs> lip. <laughs> oh. Um, small that, housekeeping thing. Yes. Very small housekeeping thing. Oh, this is my fault, but go on. So, last week, yep. we discussed that we would be reviewing the Matrix film yes. this week, which we want to do. Yes. And we have not just want to, we are going to. We do. are going to. Yes. Uh, we have a very nice philosophical conversation about the Matrix and yes. also about the film because that's what we yes. do with the podcast. Yes. However, yes, the new James Bond film yes. titled uh, "No Time to Die" comes out in two weeks. Yes, and I forgot, and that's okay. Yeah, so but we yeah. wanted to do a couple James Bond films, specifically Daniel Craig James Bond films. Yep. Uh, we thought about potentially doing the films that lead up to No Time mm-hmm. to Die, but uh, ultimately we wanted to do some of our favorite films. Yes. Uh, so Hunter picked his two faves yep. because he is the expert. 
I, as I said. Of the two of us. Of the two of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are doing, this week we are doing Casino Royale, mm-hmm. uh, which marked the reboot for, in the, in the excuse me, introduction. Right. Of Daniel Craig's new James Bond, um, which was 15 years ago. That's crazy. 2006, right? 2006. That's wild. That's wild. And then next week we'll be doing uh, one of my personal favorite films, uh, Skyfall. Favorite films, like of all films. Yeah, it's it's definitely in the top, probably eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe top, maybe top ten. Okay. Although, okay. I, I forget how good this one is. So, uh, I love Skyfall. We're doing that one, and then we'll probably touch on the events of Spectre. Um, in the No Time to Die episode, we'll yes. probably do a quick recap. Yeah, just so everybody knows where we are. Tie and everything then, in. You so know. this week is Casino Royale, next week is Skyfall, and then the following week will be uh, No Time to Die. I also want to do one thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of all this, I want to rank the songs. Oh, the songs are great. Yeah, the like, songs are, are always I, so interesting. I forgot that Chris Cornell did the I song know, for, for this one. I know. Um, cool. Real quick, i uh, got some shindigs to run through. I have a little bit of news. So, Zach, okay. if you could give me uh, a, a very quick theme song, please. Give me a beat. Uh, Just whatever vibe that. you want to go with today. With your mouth. What do you do when you need the news? It's not like Maddie's School Bus or something. No, I was going for... Yeah. What is that? That's Under the Sea. Okay, I was to say, it sounded like some... Kids show. We gotta, we gotta go back. We gotta run know. it back. <coughs> what do you do when you need the news? What do you do when you want the news? News about movies, mo- movie news. It's Hunter Shindig. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Um, cool. I have, uh, I have a little bit. Okay. Um, there's a couple quick things, and one that's like I think is could be potentially massive, but I don't actually. Could be potentially. I don't know what it like. What's happening with it? Yet. Uh, first thing is, um, some familiar faces are going to be coming back for the Marvel series Armor Wars. Uh, Happy Hogan. Uh, which is, so, do you know what Armor Wars no, is? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think you recognize the I, blank stare I was giving was you. like, what? <laughs> so, hold on, I got to take some water. Okay. Um, Armor Wars. Was it about the, the Iron Man suits? Yes, one of the 1,500, really? yes. Oh, wow. One of the 1,500 Marvel shows that was announced mm-hmm. last year. It's called Marvel Wars. Marvel Wars. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting more and more creative. Oh, I'm tired. Armor Wars. Armor Wars. And it's going to star uh, Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Okay. And it does sort of follow, um, you know, what happens to the Stark tech, the Iron Man suits, and uh, Tony's technology, mm-hmm. and whose hands does it fall in. Doesn't Batman get it out in Gotham? Yeah. They don't know that it's a crossover event. Oh, so okay. oh sorry. Spoiler. I have something to say about that, too. It's kind of funny, actually. Um, anyway, uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Hammer. I forget the actor's name. He was one of the villains in Iron Man 2. Is going to be back in it. Um, there's a rumor that they're going to introduce Iron Heart, who's this girl in the comics. I forget her name, but she kind of takes up the mantle. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's not been confirmed. But they did say that Happy Hogan, uh, Pepper Potts, Okay. Um, do you know who who Happy Hogan is? Is it Hulk Hogan's? No, it's no niece. In, the, in the MCU. It's uh, what's his name? He can see his face. He's the director of Iron Man and the Lion King, and he's been. He's the director stuff. of Iron Man. Yeah, and the Lion in King. In the Lion King. No, and the Lion oh, King. Oh, okay. Okay. What's his name? It's gonna bug me. Can we give his name? Hold on. We could. 
We could do a better job with research. Sorry. Couldn't I, we? I just, I know his name. John Favreau. Jeez. Whew. Anyway, and then the kid from Iron Man 3 apparently is coming back too. So, that's happening. Cool. Oh, Happy Hogan. You could have said dating Spider-Man's mom. Or aunt. Yes. And I would, that would have. That is true. See. I said that. My bad. <laughs> uh, that's, that's happening. So, cool. Good for them. Okay. Um, Fantastic Beasts 3 mm-hmm. has a title. What is you it? You don't really care for Harry Potter stuff, do you? Okay. Or, or you, that so you hold on. You've never seen it. Hold on. Let's okay. back up here. Sorry. We need Sorry. to we need to discuss this. Sorry. So when I was growing up, mm. um, every night, like this was elementary into middle school a little bit. Every night, I was uh, made to listen to audiobooks, and they were the Harry Potter books. The books are fine, um, but I hate audiobooks. I have to read. I can't do the yep. audio. I can use like a podcast or something, yep. you know, like if you're, you, do you listen so. to podcasts? Because you're on a podcast. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. They're cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So podcasts, but the audio, <laughs> I, I, I hope they're cool because we're making one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but audiobooks, I'm not too into. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I, gotcha. I, my perception of the Harry Potter series is tainted because Super, of that like, event. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we'll probably do those films one day. Um, I grew up with them. I mean, we technically both did, but I, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third uh, Fantastic Beasts as a title, and also this is the one, I don't know if you know this, but Johnny Depp was playing the villain named Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fired um, mm-hmm. after everything happened with him and... Um, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Uh, which, whatever, uh, you know, that's, that's not, we're not talking about that. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, that's his actual name. I don't know if I said it right. But what, what do you mean if that's his actual I, name? I don't know how to say it. Like I, I might have said that wrong. The guy who plays Le Chief in this Le, film. Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. He's replacing him. Oh, as, Blood Eyes. As, as Grindelwald. And so mm. I'm really hyped for that. It's going to be really... I think that's a great casting. Uh, anyway, it is he called... He kind of looks like an old Johnny Depp. Yeah. It got, a, it, it got its title. It is called uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. Neat. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, how many more secrets d- does Dumbledore have? Well, the second one revealed a big old secret that I don't really know if I'm crazy about, but whatever. What is it? Um, that there's this guy, I forget the name of the kid in the movie, but he's like apparently a Dumbledore, and like people were like, wait a second, that sort of breaks. There's two Dumbledores? That breaks the, no, Dumbledore's his last name. His name is Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But you um, said he's he's... He's, okay, a, he's so a Dumbledore, and it's like people are like, p- there, there are like Harry Potter, like gurus who like know the. It's, it's like Middle Earth; they have like a whole history of stuff, mm-hmm. and they're like, if you line this up with the history of Dumbledore's family, it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. But it's like J.K. Rowling's writing these films herself, so like, right. she can do what she wants. So yeah, she can. Yeah. Anyway, here's one that I'm really excited about. Tell me. I'm not. I mean, I guess I'm excited about it. Uh, they're making a Mario movie. With Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, a Super Mario animated film uh, has been announced, and the cast, and Mario is Chris Pratt. <laughs> Mario. Mario. And then Anna, uh, a- Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy is Peach. Anya? Did you say Anya? <laughs> it's A-N-Y-A. Is it? I thought I always thought her name was Anna, Anna Taylor-Joy. Is that spelled wrong? Anya. Anya. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anya Taylor L- Joy is playing. Listen to me, be sounding like an idiot. Charlie Day is playing Luigi. Right. Jack Black is Bowser. That's a good casting. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, that's all I've got so far. 
Oh, wait, okay. there's more. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Okay. <laughs> Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Huh. Kevin-Michael Richardson is Kamek. I don't know who that is. Fred... Isn't Kamek one of the wizards that, like, flies around with the, I think you're right. the wand thing? Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Okay. And Sebastian, That's the old one, right? Sebastian, yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco is Spike. This is Kamek. Gotcha. The wizard with um, the wand cool. thing. Cool. Didn't know that was happening, but hey, me too. Um... You sound excited. I mean, the last one was like one of the worst films ever made, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're going to make a Zelda film? I almost hope not. Okay. But what if they made on. a Zelda film, but Link never spoke? I've got a hot take. Other than, yeah. 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 I've got a hot take. If they make a Zelda film, I'd rather them do it live action. Okay. Who's who's Zelda? Who is Zelda? Yeah, like casting wise. Yeah, cast Zelda. I don't know. Right now, I don't know. Actually, based Your on heart. The pi- based on the picture that that I just saw of Anya Taylor Joy, I'd actually cast her. But that was also one picture that. But they, she's Peach. I don't tell you. They're the same <laughs> <laughs> crossover. Oh, that reminds me. I saw this thing. Topher Grace. Do you know who Topher Grace is? Yes. Topher Grace was from that '70s show. Yeah. And he played Venom in Spider-Man 3. Okay. Um, and everyone, like, hated his Venom or whatever. Um, <clears throat> somebody asked him, they're like, hey, are you going to be in the new Spider-Man? And he, he responded. He was like, uh, don't tell anybody, but yes, I am in it. And uh, all this crazy stuff happens. And, like, Doc Ock's there. And the Green Goblin's like, hey, man, we need you. And so I show up in one of those, like, weird circles. This is, like, what he said. <laughs> he said, I show up in one of those, like, weird circles. And then Tom Hardy's Venom pops up. And we fight, but I kick his ass. So it's no big deal. And then, by the way, also, Batman sh- shows up. It's this crazy crossover event. It's pretty cool, but, but you know, keep it quiet. And I was like, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of, uh, well, actually, here's one thing. This is not really movie mm-hmm. news. Uh, the Witcher, mm-hmm. which I have not watched. Have you played the game? Uh, I've played the third game a little bit. Uh, season two is about to come out. About to die, so I'm gonna close it up real That's quick. Fine. It's about to uh, the the third one's about the season two's about to come out. Yeah, and it's already they've been signed re- on for a season three. Already been renewed. Mm-hmm. Re- renew, my God, renewed for a season three. Yeah, so good for Henry Cavill. He plays the main guy. Have you watched the show? No, I heard it's good, but I don't really know anything about it. So, have you watched the show? No. Oh, well, that's all we got for that. Uh, two other things. One is a theory. If you want me. To say it, it's about the Flash. Sure, is it a theory or is it it's is it like, f- like it is a theory set photos? It is a theory. It's based on See, a photo. I'm that fine talking about theories. It's based on a photo that Andy Muschietti, the director, posted himself. Okay. And there's a theory based on that. Okay. He posted a picture on Instagram, and it was the bat suit, which looks like the or a variation of the bat suit from Michael Keaton. Okay. Right? It had the circle logo. It was spray painted red with the flash logo over it. Interesting. So people are theorizing that Ezra Miller is going to go inside inside Michael Keaton. Full penetration. <laughs> I'll cut that part out. Not cut that part we out. keep it in. We keep it in, and you no. live with what you so said. <laughs> We keep it in, and you have to live with it. I'll cut it out later. There's a uh, 
So there's 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 a theory. Okay. You know about the 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 Batman who laughs mm-hmm. vaguely at least mm-hmm. in the series of what's his name like Barbados and all that stuff. Yeah. Do you know the about bat the bat god? Do you know about the Red Death? I've heard of the Red Death. Okay, so the, the Red Death is a version of, of Bat. Yes, a version of Batman that I forget how so, but acquires the speeds of the Flash. Hmm. He's he's like an evil Batman speedster, and his suit or whatever is the bat emblem with a lightning bolt through it. Okay. So people are theorizing now that the villain of the Flash is going to be the Red Death. I have a question. Okay. How did he get like super speed? I don't remember. I read about it once, but I don't remember. Okay. It's it's like a different I mean it's like a multiverse Batman. It's like a different version of him, obviously. Okay. Um just like there's one that's like a doomsday Batman, one is a Green Lantern right. Batman. Um, it's interesting to me the different variations of Batman because some have like actual powers. Yeah. Right? But, no, like, like but Batman's identity is that he like he doesn't he doesn't have Yeah, there's one called like the Deep and it's like a Aquaman evil. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's a woman, so it's like Aqua uh girl, whatever. Batman, but she's evil and all this crazy stuff. So um, it's Aquaman and Batgirl? I don't know. It's it it's like it's like a it's a it's a multiverse Bruce Wayne, but it's like gender swap, so I, I don't know what her her name is. Okay. Uh but it's like she became she's still somehow bat like Batwoman, but mm-hmm. has a water powers and okay. it's it's really interesting. Is the Red Death a big bad or just like a bad, like a side bad? I mean, he was a big bad for his run, but in the okay. scheme of that whole story, he's a side bad, which okay. I think the big bad, I mean, the ultimate big bad is, Bar- is Barbados, but mm-hmm. the Batman Who Laughs is like the orchestrator of everything, um, I think. I, I haven't actually read the whole thing. Anyway, that'd be cool. I think that's a bit of a stretch for my, I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So one last thing. But if they posted the photo, I mean. I mean, it, it could just be a teaser, who knows. Uh, one last thing, and then I'll, I'll wrap it up. I don't have anything on this besides what I'm about to say, so I don't know any other news. Um, okay. But apparently, uh, the estates of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, who are creators of a lot of iconic Marvel characters. Including right? Spider-Man. They're trying to get the rights back. So For everything or just for Spider-Man? For I heard it said for... Said for s- to certain Marvel characters. Let me Google it. I read what I read online was Spider Man specifically. Uh, and it makes sense because they could get it back and then just license it back to Disney and make a bunch of money. Uh, so, Marvel. Think about here we go. Marvel. This is, such, this is such an interesting thing. I'm interested. To me, and it makes me sad. Um, because. Disney slash Marvel, because now they're the same, because mm-hmm. some headlines say Disney, some headlines say Marvel. Mm-hmm. They're they're suing these people. They're now suing Stan Lee's estate. Which is crazy. And Steve Ditko's estate. I think Steve Ditko's still alive, actually. Um, For what no, purpose? he died two, three years ago. To retain the rights of these characters. Mm. That's so f- That's so interesting to me, and that, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Like it really kind of they created them. Yeah, it like dampers it like puts a damper on a lot of what I think they're doing with the character. I mean, I, I obviously I love the Marvel stuff. I think it's great, but like, come on, man. Does, does Disney lose its magic when they're suing everyone involved in the creation of the magic? I mean, they've there's a lawsuit between you know Scarlett Johansson and Disney, mm-hmm. um, and now it just reading the sentence Marvel sues Stan Lee. I was like, that's. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like it should be a thing. A thing. Um, 
And as the creators of these characters, like, I I understand if you gave the rights to somebody under a contract, but if that contract's expiring, I, which, I it, which I, it is. I don't know the terms of the thing. I don't know okay. what it is. I'm not sure they're just trying to get it. Because originally it was licensed to Sony, and then Sony sold that thing to. No, so Sony still owns the rights to Spider Man. Okay, so so, so they're, it's been they're like partnering with sub licensed. Yeah, like they're like they're working with Kevin Feige to do mm-hmm. the Tom Holland stuff, but that's why, for now at least, Tom Hardy Venom that kind of stuff has mm-hmm. been uh, a Sony thing. But yeah. it's interesting, man. I don't know. It just that doesn't seem. But it's like Doctor Strange, uh, Spider Man was a big one. Uh, I think like Black Panther. I, I don't know. There's some mm-hmm. big, some you know, big Marvel characters that they've right. been lose. Who knows, man. That's all I got. Would that affect? So um, I know you don't have. You said you didn't have any more news, but I'm wondering if a film is already in production. If a film's already been like slated, yeah. If it, as it were, um, can they could they pull that back if nah, they want? I wouldn't think so because it's already imagine. there's already like contracts written and yeah, stuff for I that, right? I would imagine that that one's gonna get released regardless. Right. Anyway, cool. You got any shindigs? I have one small shindig. All right, Zach. It's, it's got, wait, uh, no, uh, give me a beat. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Zach's got a shindig. Yeah. Yeah. Only one though, Zach's got a shindig. Probably about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Wow. (laughs) Um Go on, yes. It's a small small thing. Okay. It's on both of us. Okay. As do with accountability. So last episode. Uh, it's just it's a small thing, but okay. <laughs> when we, before we were talking about Jungle Cruise, we mentioned that Metallica did the music, and we we're like, yeah, that was interesting. Oh, we'll we talk, didn't about, talk that. about it, oh, yeah. and we didn't talk about it. <laughs> yes. So we should like take notes. I have notes for this movie, but I mean, like, if we say, oh, well, we should talk about that, we should like make a little note. Oh yeah, that was pretty jarring in that film. Yes. <laughs> the, oh, you mean you mean Metallica? hearing uh nothing else matters. Nothing else matters nothing to start the. And then anytime ah. the conquistadors came on screen, yeah. you hear like Metallica in the background. Yeah. Ooh ah. <laughs> James Hetfield. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, whiskey shots. I have one whiskey shot. Okay. I was getting all the stuff ready for the podcast, and whiskey was sitting in the sink. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't know why. Cat. <laughs> she could still still be there. You know why? Cat. Cat. <laughs> anyway, that's my whiskey shot of the day. Please we give love us, her. Give us a theme song, Zach. Whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Now. All right. So we moved the uh, the run-through section up, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we're going to run through the, the credits of Casino Royale. Right? Is, is that I thought we did our spoiler-free stuff. Then we did the run-through stuff. We can do the run through, then the spoiler free yes. stuff, and then and the movie then in a minute. Cool. Yeah, let's do Good it. Deal. All right, let's cool. Do it. So, real quick, uh, we are, as we said, we are doing uh, 2006's Casino Royale. It's a spy film. Uh, directed by Martin Campbell. Screenplay by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, and Paul Haggis. Based on Casino Royale by Ian Fleming. Yes, who created James Bond. Produced by Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli. Starring Daniel Craig, Ava Green, Mads Mikkelsen, Jeffrey Wright, and Judy Dench. Great cast. Uh, DP was Phil Mayhew. Mayhew. Mayhew, maybe. Edited by Stuart Bard. David Arnold did the music. Always great music in Bond films. Um, released on 14 November 2006. 2006. In London. 
That's it was, crazy. It was released on, if we're going to read it as it is written, 16 November, November 2006, 2006 in the United Kingdom. And then 17 November 2006 in the U.S. Uh, a good, a pretty hefty runtime of 144 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it That's two hours and 24 minutes. It is. Uh, box office was 1,606. Six six hundred. Oh my god! Six hundred and sixteen point <laughs> five million. Guys, I'm so tired. Sixteen hundred and six. Six hundred and sixteen million, on a budget of one fifty mil. It's a good haul. It's a good haul for fifteen years ago too. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So first thoughts briefly. This is gonna be very brief because this film is fifteen years old, so it's not gonna right. be a lot of spoiler free stuff. Uh, first reaction, that because this is the first time seeing it, isn't it? It is my first time seeing it all the way through. I'll ah. say that. Um, ah. It's a great film. Has a lot of uh, a lot of um, you know James Bond tropes in it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a reboot of the James Bond series, so that's, yep. that is to be expected. Um, it aged really well for a, for a sixteen-year-old yeah. movie. Yeah, like this. Yeah, fifteen-year-old. I think it's yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. Great uh, rewatchability. Absolutely. Uh, there was no point, there were no lulls in, in the plot. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I love poker. I love... Oh, yes. We have some poker stories. I love <laughs> blowing up some planes to affect the stock market to oh, increase yeah. my gains and short yeah. short the, the plane industry. That's just just like, a Wednesday Just like us. they did on 9-11, which yeah. I'm not sure if that's just a throwaway line or if that's like a thing that actually happened. I think, I think then it was like an... Uh, I think that... I, I took that as... Like it unintentionally happened to people. That makes sense. They said that they they shorted the market and made a bunch of money, and oh. they said, "Oh, and they're about to do it again tomorrow." Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, yeah. So that was interesting to me. That's that's a, wow. That's a lot of that. That's a that's a big line for a throwaway line. I know. That's a lot that, to that, unpack it, there. It really. I was like, "Are they saying that?" Nine <laughs> Eleven was like an inside job. Which there's theories. There's theories. Right. There's definitely theories. Um, anyway, continue. Just a couple weeks after we did Worth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Hunter's breaking out the conspiracy Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you have any more oh thoughts? goodness. I, uh, we can just let's dive in. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I really uh, loved this love this film. So we can go ahead and do... Give me more, because yeah. you, you really wanted to do this film. Yeah, so what is it about me. this film, without going into spoilers, yeah. what is it about this film that draws you in? So this film, to me, um, I... So I it does have James Bond tropes, but it also is a much more serious take on the character. Absolutely. Because if you look at the, the films that came yeah, out directly. Like I haven't seen a lot of the Bro- Pierce Brosnan movies, yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan movies, um, <laughs> which we should do one day because yeah. they get like notoriously bad. Right. They were, ge- they were getting goofy. really goofy and yeah. there were all these gadgets and, you know. Yeah. And like, you know. Which like, are made fun of in like Austin Powers, right? Yeah. Like, and there's, Austin Powers is a parody of. The, the Pierce like Brosnan, the, the older, yeah, the older Bond movies, right? But even like the Sean Connery stuff, yeah, um, yeah, you know, like, but like I, there's there's some tongue in cheek stuff in things like, um, uh, like Skyfall, or like later mm-hmm. on in, in in the films, there's some gadgetry. Like I know Inspector, he has the watch that kind of does some stuff. So sure, um, and that stuff stays. All that weird gadget stuff. If you watch the Mission Impossible movies, yeah, is filled with that. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what I mean. It, this is it's it's not you know. I, have you ever seen Get Smart? No. With Steve with uh, Steve Carell, it's so, like the old Get Smart show. Like okay. they had the whole like f- shoe phone yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. like, it's definitely a spy trope. But the Bond stuff, where it's like Goldfinger, or there's a woman named Oct- like 
octopusy or whatever. Like I'm not even kidding. That's a that's no, a, I know. That's a yeah. character's name. Yeah, and it's like it just got really campy and really goofy mm-hmm. and the Brosnan stuff. Like there's one that I think is actually pretty good. I haven't actually seen. I think hardly any of them besides like bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw one where like this dude falls into like a satellite or something, or like he's like s- s- windsurfing. And it's just like, this is one of the worst looking shots I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, horrible. They can, they can get really... really um, so I love how this film really grounds Bond. I love how it directly takes on some of those those weird tropes, too. Yeah. Because it definitely has some, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I'm thinking of one scene in particular uh, when he's chasing the dude in Uganda. And yeah. dude's like doing all this crazy stuff. And he just like busts through the wall. Yeah. You or, know what I like, mean? Yeah, like, there's there's that, that one part. Well, we'll do that in spoilers. Because the opening's great. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I think it, it's a really cool take on the character. We see a lot more of Bond mm-hmm. and him as a person. Um, he's not just this impenetrable, you know. He tries to be this like stoic suit man, of armor, but you know. But we see him get penetrated yeah. multiple times. Throughout <laughs> yes, the film. yes. Various sharp objects. Um, but I think it's just great. I think it's great. I think, you know, it, I don't know. I just think it's done pretty well. Cool. Um, anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll see a movie in a minute real quick. And Thank then you we'll for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for a movie in a minute? I think so. I'm pulling up a timer right now. So do a little like, <coughs> la, 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 la. Get ready. La, 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 la. Do one of those tongue tweezers. I said ew. tongue tweezers. Tongue tweezers. <laughs> do one of those tongue how twisters. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? There you go. How how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? <laughs> All right, you ready? Have you ever seen those people who are like, they're like, they can, they're speed readers and they're like, they're reading like a hundred words a second. Mm-hmm. They're just like, <laughs> it's like couple me swallow weed dripped on the side of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's not real, dude. Right. Anyway, sorry, go on. All right, you ready? Yeah, if I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we open up uh, this double agent in MI6, and he's like in his office, and it's like black and white. It's like, wow, look, Bond's here. He's like, oh, they would have sent a double O. He's like, I've already killed somebody, so now I'm double O. Ha-ha. Fast forward, he's uh, chasing this bomber. You know, he's doing his spy things, whatever. Cool, cool, cool. We find out that this dude is trying to finance terrorists. His name is Le Chief. He's got a bloody eye or whatever. And so he's trying to track him down. Um and it's not really working. He's having a tough time. It finds out that he's going to stake all of his money into this stocked plane, trying to blow it up. Bond's like, nah, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to blow you up. And he's like, that dude's dead. And then he's like, I got to get my money back. So he's going to have this high-stakes poker game in, I forgot where it is. Uh, but he goes and plays, and he falls in love with Vesper. And then he thinks he has his tail, and he's like, nah, gotcha, just kidding. Gets poisoned, almost dies, all this stuff, falls in love gets the money, she betrays him, and then he's like, nah, she's dead, and I'm really James Bond, find out who's behind us, he finds Mr. White, shoots him in the leg, and he's like, name's Bond, James Bond. Hey, that was, that was pretty good. I will say. Look at that. All right, see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, yeah, so um, let's dive in. Um, I took, first off, my note in, my first note is, he's 38 in this movie. He looks great. He looks great. You know, there's there's kind of a controversy when he was cast because he's uh, blondish, mm-hmm. and he's apparently short. Can't tell. Yeah, who cares? Right. He's a good looking dude. You can you can be strong of will and still be short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. you can be short and still be strong of will. I guess I should have done that the other I, one. I right? think he's a great Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the cold open. Cold open is great. Black and white the in the office. White, yeah. The safe is open. Yep. He's like, she doesn't mind if you make money on the side. She just hopes you wouldn't be selling secrets. Yeah, and but you know, I so my 
biggest thing, real quick, is that I when I first saw this, saw this film, I was twelve, okay, thirteen, whatever. Um, and there's a lot in this movie that if you're that young and you're like, oh, this is still a good movie, it's still cool, mm-hmm. but you miss like I missed a lot. So watching this now again, the dialogue is so critical, and the little tiny lines, which is why I love films like this, where he's like, oh, if she meant if she was serious, she, she would have sent a double O. Mm-hmm. So we know that he's not 007 right. here. He doesn't have his license to kill. I will say, as a as an adult, that was obvious. <laughs> no, yeah, I know that. I know that. I know that. But I'm saying, like, I just, like, the whole plot. Sometimes when you're a kid and you're watching stuff, you're just like, whoa, they're yeah. fighting. What are yeah. they fighting like, about? I was just saying, like. Oh, that's cool. They're, they're playing, playing poker, poker. And, like, those guys come and, like, almost chop off that, that girl's arm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, What's happening? And yeah. Now, now Who like, are they? I'm like, oh, they're from the beginning. They're the guys right. he took money from. Um, so we established that he's not 007 yet. This is early in his career. Mm-hmm. And we get to witness his first kill. And I personally... You personally what? You missed... You, you, you lost it, didn't you? You had a sneeze and it's gone. It was, it was going to be a really large sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> so large that Hunter just lost track of what he was saying. <laughs> And just waited for me to see. He ready to say bless you. <laughs> anyway, you personally, uh, I personally, I forgot what I was saying. Oh no, no, I love the the editing. Uh, mm-hmm. When we see his first kill, because the it's like super blown out and super overexposed and it's right. like splotchy, and I'm like, this is supposed to look like stressful mm-hmm. and like not easy to look at because. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't a graceful kill either. It wasn't like he had a clean shot. Like Dude looked like Andy Samberg. I don't think it was, but <laughs> it looked like he was killing Andy Samberg. But it was a. It was a. I think. Well, I think he said like he asked Bond. He's like, how did how did my informant die? What did he say? Like badly, or something. Poorly. Like that? Poorly. I think he would um, say poorly. And it's like I think that the editing of it is really spot on. It's a really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like dry conversation, and then all the drama that was taking place yeah. in that bathroom. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it's it's like the the framing and the coloring of the conversation is still black and white, but it's easier on the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then in the bathroom, it's like super like bright and in your face. I, th- I, right. just, I think it's a cool choice. And then he says, like, well, he tries to pull the gun out, and there's no ammo in it. Oh no! How could he not have known that yes. the dude who was infiltrating his office would have yeah. checked his desk for a gun? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> See, that's, those are the kind of tropes I'm talking about. Where yeah, it's like, you know, first thing I would check if I broke in, if I broke into your house to kill you, mm-hmm. first thing I would do is is take the gun out of your desk and take the bullets out. So you better move it. Jack, on you, I don't have a gun in my desk. I don't have a gun at all. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say I've got two right here. Oh yeah, look, I'm flexing right now. You can't can't tell, but eventually we'll have a camera. Yeah. Anyway, um. And then there's the the great you know line where he's I guess he's about to say, well lucky for you the second kill is easier and he k- kills him before he even finishes he says precisely or yeah, something or like, like that like he says like I think he says like not like substantially but saying like yeah it's much easier pretty much mm-hmm. um, and then the guy in the bathroom wakes up and he does a turnaround pose and mm-hmm. into the credits which are always a very or interesting... we're in the barrel of the gun yeah it's always a very interesting uh, experience doing the opening credits for. A Bond film. Did you like these? And did you like the song? I did. Yeah. Uh, the animation style had like a very well, mostly animated, and then every now and then you see James Bond, right? Yeah. Um, but the animation style had a very like Mad Mad Men. I apologize if you can hear dogs barking, but continue. I hear dogs howling. Yeah, it's Bodie. He's yelling. He literally yells. It's annoying. You hear him? He's a husky. 
Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, the opening credits. It's a very you know card card themed, uh, but it's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that just I just like to mention them because like you see people getting shot and it's like spade heart. Yeah, shoot out heart pew 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 pew. Um, Chris Cornell with the song. Yeah, which um, was really well done. Didn't think that he would do a James Bond song. No, yeah, but um, so then we uh, fast forward and I think we. I'm trying. I didn't. I took some notes, but not a ton because I just like this movie. Uh, but we do see um, Mr. White briefly, mm-hmm. and we see La Chiffre, La Chiffre, right, um, making a deal with uh, some terrorists. So we're led to believe that Mr. White is like the henchman. Yeah, he's 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 sort of like the the the, the, the middleman middle of La, La Chiffre. Right, because he said, "All I can do is get you an introduction. I can't do any more than that." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Making it sound like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so he introduces... Um, Le Chief? Well, yeah, Le Chief, but the other guy. Who's the other guy? Does he have a name? I don't think so. Cool. Which guy? I'm sure he has a name, but Which we just guy? don't know it. I can't... That the guy that I he introduces Le Chief to, or introduces oh, to Le Chief. Oh, no, it's the, it's the terrorist. They're not, where are they from? They're, they're a member of the Lord's Resistance Army. I just can't remember dude's name. Yeah, I just, but I'm trying to think of, like, because that's where the embassy is, right? Is it Haiti? They're in Uganda. Uganda. I thought it was Uganda. Um, Why anyway, did you say Haiti? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I felt like Uganda was wrong. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. first off, Mad Mads Mikkelsen, great actor. Mm-hmm. I've loved him in pretty much everything that I've ever seen him in. Um, he's a, a does a wonderful job as the villain. Um, but we establish what he's doing. He's taking the money, and then he immediately calls his like Wall Street banker. And he's, he's like, like, "We have the money." So. Already, the people in Wall Street are implicated in this scheme, in my mind, yep. right? Yeah. Because they know that he's, like, getting more money and stuff. Yeah. It's like, we have the money short a million stocks yeah. on this On the Skyfleet, whatever. Yeah, Skyfleet. Yeah. Um, You're betting against the market. That's the stuff that when I was younger, I was like, that's that, like, never connected to me. I was like, why are they blowing up the plane? But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Skyfleet. Okay. He's trying to, he's, like, doubling his money. He's gambling terrorist money, mm-hmm. essentially. Well, I guess it's not gambling if you think you know. If you know you're going to win. If, I mean, if you're causing it. It's not gambling. Um, anyway, uh, so we, we we established that. But then I just want to point out how much of an idiot James Bond's partner is. Uh, what's his name? Carter. Carter. And he disappears. Does he die? Like, what know. happens? He literally, like, he's He's terrible. in it for, like, three seconds. He's terrible. He's a terrible spy. He's terrible. He's got his hand on his ear. Yeah. And he's like, he's moving right towards me. He's yeah. looking at me. Take your hand off your ear. And, and then he like, just pulls out his like, gun. What? What? And he's just like, let me just try and kill him. Um, Never see him again. Yeah. Well, what do you think of the of the chase scene? That, the bomb guy, I don't know if he has a name. I mean, he has a name, but I don't know what it is. He was, he was doing like full Ninja Warrior course. I don't know if you ever watched Ninja Warrior, the, uh, yeah, the show. He, he was doing like all that stuff. When he, it's like climbing up when a they rope. They climbed up the the uh, the uh, the the beam. Mm-hmm. Like that, like like running up it. Right. Bro. Well, he did. Yeah. No. Then uh, like Daniel Craig just runs up the the crane thing. Yeah. Um. But at one point, he jumps down an elevator shaft, and he's like Mario hopping off the walls. Yeah. It was wild. Uh. Very well done, and you can tell that it wasn't like there were no. I mean, I, they were probably wired up just in case they fell, but he was climbing. He yeah. was doing all that stuff, yeah. right? I, I I put a comment that said this must have been when parkour was popular. 
Uh, <laughs> right. Because it was like, I mean, I'm, that that's a joke. Jumping but, from one crane like, to the next and then on to the... In reality, like, it was incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. But I love, you pointed this out earlier, there's that scene where they, they're both on the cranes, which is a great fight scene. Right. You know, like, it's it's cool. Um, where the bomber jumps from crane to crane to roof. Convenient that the roof had sand on it. Yes, it is convenient. Uh, but it's, like, graceful. Mm-hmm. He, like, does his tuck and roll. You know, he, like, right. jumps, and it's, he's just running. And Bond's, like, splat, splat, <laughs> Like, he's just barely, I mean, it's uh-huh. super, like, my, my only issue, my only qualm with this is that in that exact sequence, Bond's trying to get his position right to jump from crane to crane. He almost falls. And then he jumps to the roof and he just face plants. Mm-hmm. And in between those, we see the guy running, right? Right, yeah. And then Bond is on the roof and is like face down and looks up and the guy's just like right there. I'm like, he would have gotten farther away. You know what I'm saying? Like that was... Well, he did get pretty far away because then that's when he gets to the embassy and Bond really doesn't know where he is and he hops on the back of that van. Yeah, yeah. And then he dri- he's riding on the back of the van by- and he sees him in the embassy and that's when yeah. he realizes he's got to get in. Luckily, that car was driving right by the... the Barbed wire fence, yeah. you could jump over. There, there are definitely some conveniences in the chase, but, um, or was is he just that good? He's just that good. He knew where that driver. He's See, good. he's good at reading people. So he looked he at is. the driver through the window and said, "He's going that way." Yep. Bond, <laughs> James, James Bond. Bond, and then he jumped on the back. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a great sequence. He gets cornered by the embassy and the army, mm-hmm. and then blows them all up. Well, I guess not. I guess he kills that one guy. Then the rest of them seem like they just kind of got knocked over. A bunch of people died. So I'm at sure. ba- yeah, back yeah. at the uh, construction site, there oh, were yeah. all kinds of people. Explosions, there were explosions yeah. and, and beams falling on people and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it does sort of seem like he operates. Well, no, because it, it's definitely like rect- uh, rectified. But it's he operates. He himself operates with whatever collateral damage that he did. He has. He's like whatever. I often find myself contemplating the. Um, Ethics of James Bond. Oh yeah, which I think you're t- you're supposed to really. But what I mean is, are you aware or are you familiar with the the difference between deontological ethics and utilitarianism? Nope. Okay, so hear me out here. This I is gonna this is I gonna can, go somewhere. I can hear you. This is gonna go somewhere. I promise. I, so I'm, I'm listening. Deontology. Uh, a lot of people conflate it or ascribe it to the ideology of Immanuel Kant. He's already yawning, (laughs) everybody. He's yawning at me. I'm listening. Anyways, long story short, deontology is uh, like the ethics of principles. So like I will never kill. So like Batman. Batman. Batman operates. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of idea, right? Utilitarianism, that system of ethics is based on what will produce the highest amount of happiness in the world or what has the best consequences overall, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, if I have to shoot that child to increase the happiness of the world, like if I have to go back in time and kill baby Hitler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Th- that's a, that's that's an actual serious like psychological question that's asked. Right. So, uh, I mean, this comes up all the time. When you think about, think about the example where the plane, like one of the engines is going out, we don't have any fuel. We have to get rid of some weight, right? And it's yeah. like there's the pilot. There's like a really good scientist, you know, and then there's like a child. And the question is like, who do you throw out? If you throw out the pilot, they're not going to be able to land. Yeah. Uh, uh, the scientist could solve world hunger or something, and the kid is a kid. So like, 
That's, the, a, the, that's a horrible question the, to ask. The, deont- <laughs> the, the deontological view would be like, we cannot throw out the kid. These other people have lived a life, one of yep. them kind of thing. Yep. Uh, the utilitarianism is like, you know what? That kid is probably just going to go home and waste away in his dad's basement playing <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, we're going to save his dad some food money, and we're probably going to, you know, we're also going to solve world hunger because the pilot will be able to land the... Yeah. But a lot of times, uh, these questions have this... I can't think of the exact name, but it's like two bulls of a horn. And it's like, no matter what you do, there's still a consequence. It's like, yep. you're going to get speared here. Or you're going to get yep. speared there. But a lot of times you can go in between. So think about ah, this. Wow. Think about this for a second. Wow. Okay. You ever been on a plane that didn't have like a first aid kit and like some flares and stuff? I haven't. But I Everybody know. cuts off a leg. What? <laughs> they cauterize it. They throw the legs off and then they've lost enough weight. Think about it. Everybody lives. They're one leg short, but, um, but but they live. But everybody lives. Okay. What's your point with this, though? Okay, so anyways, James, James, Bond. <laughs> James Bond. He It seems that he operates within the utilitarian... Okay. Because he has, he's given a license to kill, for instance. So he's already it's already not like, oh, let's try not to kill people. It's like, do whatever you need to do yeah. to accomplish your goals. Yeah. Right? And he says, like, one. I thought one last bomb maker would be a good thing. Right. And it's like... No matter what what's going on, yeah, like, um, yeah. But he gets these like emotional hangups, specifically with the women. Yeah, maybe not that first one. Like he was like, "Oh, she's dead. Oops, sorry." Yeah, but he but, definitely but gets you're still it. Still, sort of. Well, I don't know. But go on, go on, go on. He definitely gets it with Vesper. Oh yeah, totally. in the in the in the second half of the film, which we will get to, right? Yeah. But it makes me wonder. So like, you're James Bond, right? You're tied up in a lair. There's a guy with an eye patch. He's got a naked mole rat sitting on his lap. And your girlfriend's tied up right there, and he gives you this choice because a lot of times another like spy trope is that they give you a choice. They don't just yeah. kill both of you. They like yeah. say like it's you or the girl, haha, ha, that yeah. kind of thing, right? So what do you do? You're James Bond. Okay, wait. So hold s- on, I have to get in this place. So I'm tra- I'm tied up, and I guess Vesper is tied up. It's not Vesper. It's whoever. Well, yeah. Okay, Hannah. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Let's just. I got you. I got you. I don't. I don't want her to even be in danger. Like you said, you he, said Hannah, not me. <laughs> so your question is, I'm being told either I die or she dies. Mm-hmm. So James Bond, he could probably say me and yeah. find some way. There's some loophole in the movie and like still save the day, right? But if he's really uses this frame of mind of like a utilitarian form of ethics, uh-huh. he would say, I can solve so much. Like I can save. Solve so many problems yeah. down the road. Kill her. Kill her, right? And push her into the the, yeah. the pit of lava. Let's say there's a pit of lava, and okay. she just has <laughs> to like fall, a picture. fall off a cliff yeah. down into the pit of lava. Would you do that, or would you say me? I mean, I feel like I would say me. Okay. I mean... This is deontology. This is... Beca- I mean, Kantian I don't know. Ethics. You just... Don't let the innocent die. Questions. I've done so many bad things. That's not what right? I'm saying. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. You're James Bond, so you've done okay, some bad right, things. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying you, Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are impossible questions, though. Are they? Well, I mean, but he's that, faced I, with them throughout the movie. Oh, you know, I think that's the point, you know, but... You know what the, I, I also feel like we see him struggle with them and change. You know what the utilitarian does? What? Pushes her off because he can save so many things in the world, right? <laughs> he has the ability to. Yes. But not only that, because the goal of the utilitarian ethics is to reduce suffering and increase the overall happiness of the world, right? She's suffering by falling off the cliff and she's about to melt in this pit of lava, <laughs> right? Yes. So he unties himself real quick, grabs one of the henchmen's guns and shoots her in the head <laughs> so that she doesn't have to suffer, right? 
Then he looks at the bad guy with his naked mole rat sitting on his lap, and he says, hope you don't mind me taking matters into my own hands. You should be a scriptwriter. For James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think it's interesting. So we can just jump around, I guess. Um, But like, think about it. Think about... I think about this while I'm watching the movie. (laughs) Stuff like this is going through my head while I'm watching James Bond movies. So the... The you know the Bond girl trope, mm-hmm. uh, the first woman. I don't know if we ever get, if we ever told her name. She's the wife of Mr. DiMaggio, whatever his name is. Uh, the guy with the '67 Aston Martin, mm-hmm. um, who's one of the informants for the chief. Uh, Solange yes. Dim- Dimitrios. Yeah. Um, uh, with her, it's it's fascinating because. Um, you know, he's like playing the part and they're making out and stuff and he's He wants intel. Yeah, and he's just trying to talk. He's he's but he's he's mm-hmm. clever about it, you know, he's getting her vulnerable and and you know, even when she's like, You have all night with me and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna need to get more champagne and then she like slings up to, to the bedroom and he's like She's got plans. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's But yes. he has different yeah, plans. Yeah, and he's like, I need this, this and this and the guy's like, Okay, for two years no for one, hangs up and leaves. Mm-hmm. So that bond and then comes back and she's dead. And he, maybe he's like... He doesn't look like he feels he, anything. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he gives a shit. Like, he's like, whatever. You know, like, um, I think... You know why? Why? I put this together, like, near the end of the film. So, he says he has a type. He's talking to uh, Vesper in the car, and he's like, yeah. you're not my type. Single. Single, yeah. right? Uh, but she was married. So, mm-hmm. he, he's already, like, there's no opportunity for like attachment there i guess yeah. also it was like a one night thing they're yeah. just like making it on the floor right but also he went there for intel like right she was she was always part of the game but later when he learns that vesper did, did vesper's husband like die or something uh do we know no it was like boyfriend they like captured him and threatened to kill him if she didn't oh right yeah. we learned that after the fact so yeah. he was still out there yeah allegedly yeah um but bond didn't know that at the time he yeah. thought she was single and yeah. so uh just like his name whiskey's late he begins to <laughs> Bond. Yes. Good. Well done. Um, but I think it's interesting because because later he is faced with that question of he's tortured, she's in another room being tortured. Mm-hmm. Uh, that question of, and, and I think she's like, if you tell me the password. Well, he just has an itch. Yeah, he just has an itch. Um, he's like, if you tell me the password, I'll at least let her live. And he, but, oh, he actually, he does say, he's like, I won't tell you. So I guess he does choose, but he chooses to let them both die, I guess. I don't know. He yeah, so it was a it was a different kind of choice. But all, all I'm saying is that you. But he see made the utilitarian choice because he didn't get the password. Yeah, all I'm saying is that you can still see you, but 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 like you see his his thought process is mm-hmm. altered a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, what did you think about him as Bond? I know that we're kind of off track off track now, but um, I see I, I have little notes and I want to go through them. But what do you think of Daniel Craig as Bond? Like his portrayal his character his depiction i think he's great as bond but i will say the james bond movies that i have seen a lot of his acting (laughs) is just like his eyes moving (laughs) like you'll see him he like walks in a room and he looks really good and he like looks to the left and then it'll show a shot of a camera and then he looks to the right and it'll show a shot of a camera and then he's like Something, you know, shit's hitting the fan. Yeah. He's, he's running, and it shows his face, and he's just, like, looking to the left, and he <laughs> looks to the right. The whole movie, it's just, like, his acting is, like, having that James Bond face and then yeah. looking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. His dialogue is great. I just thought that was... It, it's a funny little thing. If you rewatch the film, and when we do next week's film, I want you to to look to that. look for this. 
the the eye acting. He is an he is an eye actor in this film. Um, I I loved his portrayal of of, of of Bond. Like little things, like when um, he goes to, I'm not sure what that place is called, but that like resort or whatever where he goes and finds mm-hmm. um, Demetrius or whatever that guy's name is. Um, and he's like, he's like tying a shoe. Oh, that <laughs> I just thought of what he, he kneels down and ties. To look for cameras because he says to him, like, I'll destroy the camera next time because he was photograph taking, right. like, blowing things up. and So he's tying his shoe, know, and what does he do? And he looks left to right. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> You're so right. He looks up and looks left to right and shows a camera, shows a camera. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. But I, I love his, like, his quick wit and his, he thinks on his feet where the guy's yeah. like, the guy's like, are you going to part this for me or what? And he's like, very of course, sorry, sir. Mm-hmm. And he's you know takes it, but uses it to like get more intel on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, causes a wreck, so he can go into the security room to go look at the cameras. Right. Um, so like those things, I thought were like really, really well done. Um, what do you think of the infamous blue swim trunks? <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Are they infamous? Was this a thing? Apparently, it was like a big deal when he came out. Apparently, it was like super, like totally, like improvised. That's all they had on the day. Oh, really? And he was like, I'll just wear these, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it looks fine. And he's got a great body for it, so sure, go for it. I was more intrigued by the fact that um, Valencia, I think we, we named her. Oh, Solange. Not even close. <laughs> uh, there's a there's someone named Valenka. That's oh. Le, Le Chiffre's girlfriend, ah. which I don't think we ever hear her name either. No. So it's like, there's this weird thing where like, they'll just like put out the, the cast list and there'll be names, but we don't hear them in the movie, I right? I actually saw Solange... Uh, in the captions. Okay, <laughs> so was she like, was okay. She yeah, was named. That's her name. Um, Solange is riding a horse. <laughs> bro, like I can we talk about? I the don't know why, and I said bro because that's the so that's the like trope that it was. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it has this really interesting shot where it's like this beautiful beach, and she's like just galloping, and I was like, this all white what? horse. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, which you and know, then her I, boyfriend was ugly. <laughs> bro, he's a dick. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah, he is. Um but like I love like this the smooth stuff that he does like when she, when he's like one drink in my place and she's like one drink. She's like is it far? And he's, he goes not very and does like the loop. Mm-hmm. And I was like goes on the roundabout. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um but yeah, so this is all playing out. He's getting intel. He goes um Oh, one interesting fact is that he he you know, he finds out that Demetrius or whatever. What's his name? Dimitrios? Dimitrios? Dimitrios. He's going to Miami, so he goes to Miami to the bodies exhibit, which I've been to. It's pretty cool. Um, that felt very 2006. Oh, yeah, very. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like all the rage 10 right. years ago. Yeah, 10, yeah. yeah, it was. And I, I I saw it at Atlantic Station in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is neat. Mm-hmm. It was there for a while. Long time. Because um, I saw it in like 2014, I think, when I went. Right. Anyway, um, M. first off, Judy Dench is a carryover from the, James, from the Pierce, Pierce Brosnan movies. Um, mm-hmm. As M, she's great. What's her name? What do you think it is? I have no idea. Because we learned that it's not just a, a random it letter. It, st- it stands for it something. It stands for mom. That's how I when I was young, I was so confused because when British people say ma'am, they're like, "Yes, mom." And I was like, "Mom." He says "mom." Like he he's, he's mom. getting on the elevator and he goes, "Yes, mom." Yes, mom. Um, and, and Margaret. Like, in Skyfall, there's parts where like. More than one person saying saying ma'am, and they're all like, "Yes, mom, 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 mom." mom. I'm like, "Mom." Anyway, um, uh, it's a, a respect thing. I had a point. Oh, uh, but he he kills Demetrios, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and when he comes back and Solange is dead, Judy Dench M says something like, uh, you probably already killed her boyfriend, so she was the only one left to question. Yeah. So he is extremely reckless. He is. He doesn't, which I, I don't think you're supposed to like James Bond. Well, I did. No, I mean, I did. <laughs> and, and you do, but like when you think about it, it's well, like... They did, a, they did a bad job if, if that <laughs> was their goal. But I think it's fascinating like when Vesper comes into, into play, which we'll mm-hmm. get to in one second. One thing, we see the whole plane thing. He, he you know, stops the plane bombing to have... That was a... Um, he has messy fights. That That's what I'm saying. It's you like know what he, I mean? He He's not graceful at all. Right. He's very reckless. Like, he probably killed other people in that. <laughs> Somebody died. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's... That was, man, that was like something that, else. Like that one and cop he, car that got blown away by, 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 by the jet engine? Yeah. That guy probably got smushed. And his ego also, like, really comes into play. Like... So he finds the keychain, right? Yeah. He totally could have just thrown it out on the uh, the runway, and it would have just blown up, not yeah. harmed anybody. He hooks it to dude's belt, and then just stares at him while he blows up into a yeah, billion and pieces. Smiles. That guy, you know what he, he could have done? What? Because he was wearing like the uh, the cop uniform, or whatever. He could have very well walked back into a crowd and tried to blend in, and he would have blown, blown up. up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, those kind of things are really that's a that's a dangerous game. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, he, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. He stops that from, 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 from happening. So now... Crisis l- averted. Now, Le Chiffre is screwed because he's lost $100 million. Yeah, a lot of money. Um, which also, at this point, we've established his character. Like, we see him playing poker on the yacht. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you have a 14.7 chance of getting a whatever. So he's like this mathematical genius but also tells his henchman, he's like, give him five minutes, leave or throw him overboard. Like, doesn't care. Um, what were you going to say? Did you lose a sneeze again? I lost a sneeze oh again. Oh, my gosh. There's two that have been saved up, and now they're just going to, like, hit. <laughs> it's like, they're just going to hit you. You ever have a sneeze just like, it's be like Logan. you don't know it's coming, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like Logan the Shamrock when he's eating a waffle and oh my God. spit it all over you? This guy, it was my birthday. Yeah. Which, first off, ho- I hope Logan's doing great. Hope Logan's and doing well. R.I.P. Shamrock Kitchen. They closed. Yeah, closed permanently. That sucks, dude. Uh, but we were eating breakfast, <laughs> and this man just spit bits of <laughs> chewed up waffle all over all my over face you. on my birthday. <laughs> that was awesome. Hope he's doing well. Anyway, he's a good dude. I think he's got like three kids now. Um, really? Yep. Um, anyway. What I was going to say yes. is uh, he lost $101,206,000. Yes. In that attempted short of the, which is not, which was not his money, is the thing. Skyfleet. He was betting the terrorist money. Mm-hmm. So now he's got a problem. So he sets up. He's this, an addict. He sets up this high stakes gambling game, poker game, and uh, MI6 in, in, enters Bond as Mr. Beach, mm-hmm. Arlington Beach, with his wife, Mrs. Broadchest. <laughs> Did you catch that? Investor yes. was like, "The hell I am." I think he made that up because he wouldn't let her look at the uh, paper. Oh, really? Um, and they're going to go play and win to, to stop him from getting the money. Casino Royale in Montenegro. Yes. Um, so I got to say, uh, Vesper is the best and the worst. But I loved her in this film. Vesper was great. Um, she's witty. She's one of the ones to call him what he is, and that's a total dick. 
Mm-hmm. Like she's like you're with a perfect ass. And yeah, he goes, I you l- noticed. I love the like their their whole exchange was great. You know, she's yeah. like I'm not gonna be looking at your perfectly formed ass, and he's right. like, oh, you noticed. And it's funny because they have that exchange, and then she like walks away or whatever, and he's like smiling. He's like, oh wow, I like her because she's witty. You yeah. know, and then but you don't see that from her. She's just no, like stone she's cold. Like, you suck. Yeah, right. You're not a good dude. Later on. Yeah. Only like 20, 30 minutes later, they have another exchange like that, and he walks away, and you see her smiling. So you're like, ooh, they like each other. Yeah. yeah. But like, just like, I love, like, she's kind of the first person to like kind of crack him, you know, mm-hmm. where he's like, later on, he, sell, he, he says, everybody has a tell except for you. Um, right. And I like the whole thing where they like read each other. He's like, you're this, this, and this. She goes, well, I'm guessing because of this. They're both you said, orphans. You're this, this, and this. Um, both of them. And he looks so baffled when he has. He's like, I already have a dinner jacket. And she's like, there are dinner jackets, then there are dinner jackets. And he's, I guess he's really like wanting to say like, how did you get my measurements? Mm-hmm. And he's like, how did, how did you? But it's funny yeah. because he did the exact same thing to her. He no, brought no. her a tailored dress, but he's yeah. like almost offended yeah, that like she bought him like, a jacket. You can't do that to me. I can do it to you. Right. So it's somebody it's like who's. a power play thing. Yeah. She inverts the power structure yeah. a lot of the time. Think about when she saves his life in the car. Yeah. And Which I have one little gripe on that. But we're gonna do you? It. Yeah. To say it. That that's the one part where I was like, that's convenient. What? That she comes out there? That not even that. I mean, he was walking out, he's supposed to be betting, that's, and she's keeping an eye on that's him. That's true. Right? So that's that's and he's point. looking sweaty AF. I she'd probably like, that. what is does he have diarrhea? Like, I think what's the thing is that we don't know any of her history besides being an accountant. Mm-hmm. So like for her to know to be like, oh, okay, let me just put this back together, and then boom. I was like, that's a smidge convenient. I mean, I would know how to do that. Okay. It just goes in. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, in that <laughs> moment, though, if you're, like, how, how panicked could you be? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, um, but, yeah. But, but I, then he wakes up, and he's like, are you okay? No, yeah, I, I love that. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think, like, he, like, meets his match in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, where um, he's like, you're going to come into the room where everybody can see you. So they'll be looking about Look, they'll be thinking about your neckline, not about their cards. And she walks behind everybody else so only he can see her. And he gets distracted. Yeah. And I was like, Vesper, you do your thing. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I think it was great. Um, we, uh, she's, sadly, she, so we can finish her, her, her arc here. Well, no, go on. What are you going to say? What do you think about her just like sitting in a cold shower, fully clothed? Yo, she's, she gets messed up. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's obviously she's see, never seen. So you were saying that we haven't seen her past, other than th- that she's accountant. That's the thing. But it's clear that that was not okay for yeah, her. Yeah, it does become clear that she hasn't doesn't have that kind of past because, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 terrorists from Uganda come back to, I guess, threaten. They want their money. The chief and they're singing Rihanna. Uh, what? Bitch, better have my <laughs> money. <laughs> you know that she's teasing new music. Really? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway. I love Rihanna. Yeah. Re-bad girl. Re-re-bad girl. Side note. Yes. If you go back like the past like 15 years, uh-huh. I think Rihanna has more hits that were on the radio. Bro, so many. Than like any other artist. Like Bro, our end of high school, beginning of college. It was just Rihanna. Rihanna, 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 Rihanna. Absolutely. Rihanna. All of it. So I would love yeah. it if she, if she, she came back into She's the great. scene. Anyway. Um. Uh, we also see more of how cold Lashif is because they're about to chop off his girlfriend's. He doesn't say anything, hand, and he's like, not even a word of protest. Right? He, he's like, you need to find a new boyfriend. Anyway, um, that one of the terrorists sees Bond's earpiece, mm-hmm. 
and that goes sideways. It's a really great fight in the stairwell. Um, and you think that spies would have a better way to hide the earpiece? Well, they probably do now. It's 2006. Okay. <laughs> Still. Also, I, they I, can, I, okay, I love so all the on, technology. Hold on, hold on. I love all the tech. They can insert a, a biometrics chip in his arm, but they couldn't like insert... Get a smaller earpiece. Right. Or put it like in his eardrum or something. You know what I yeah. mean? So they can just like feed it right into his brain. Um, That'd be cool. If I, at I, any I, point in time I could just be like, Hey Hunter, I'm trying and like to no one say else can, something. <laughs> no one else could hear it. Just you could. Um, Hannah thinks you're going crazy, but it's I just me. I'm going crazy, and it, it, it is because of you. <laughs> um, I think her like her reaction to that. I think you know, like when I was younger and I saw he like licked her fingers. Mm-hmm. I thought that's weird. Um, but saliva helps get rid of blood. I think. No, I I don't think there was any blood on her hands. Is the thing. So I'm just I'm just bullshitting. You get the f out. <laughs> Podcast is done. I'm retiring. It's like it's like when you rub a little child's bump and you're like, that feels better, yeah, doesn't but it? I, she licked like, his or he licked her fingers and said, Those are those look better, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it was interesting because but I didn't realize at the time, like now watching it, I was like, that's actually Bond like being vulnerable. I mean he got in the shower in fully clothed when she in was in the shower fully clothed. I know that. But I'm saying like in a way of saying like he's saying like I know what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't show it. Um, I thought it was a pretty good um, what are you typing? <laughs> you look at me when you're typing. It's freaking me out. <laughs> Why is that freaking you out? I don't know. Out? It was weird. Um, My iPad just died, so I'm sorry. Doesn't matter what I was typing. Notes. Um, but I actually like that. I like. I that. was that, taking that, notes on you. <laughs> on me. I like that that whole sequence. I do. Um, I was trying to look anyway, up if, uh, if there's logic online for this why. Movie, but go on. For why Bond was licking her fingers. Okay. This movie actually has like a full hour and a half left, so we're gonna. Kind of jump through. Uh, he ends up winning the the poker match. We have we ends up losing everything. Well, no, yeah, he and Vesper lose. says, he "I'm gets, not going to fund you." He gets cocky and he gets uh, arrogant and he loses. And she's like, "Too bad." Well, not only that, we learn later. Sorry, I know I keep interrupting you, no, and fine. I don't mean to keep interrupting it's fine. you. Yes, you do. You you love it. <laughs> <laughs> we find out later that uh, who is their like man on the inside? Mathis. Mathis. Mathis was feeding secrets to. Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. Um, and so when when Bond learned his tell, Mathis told... He told. So Le Chiffre. He, <laughs> he bet big, put his hand, fingers on his temple like that, and yeah. then Bond thought, oh, he's, he's, um, he's, he's, bluffing. he's bluffing. I thought that was interesting. You know what I thought they could have done? What? So he's, he's got like a bloody eye, right? Yep. And on the yacht, like the first... Game on the yacht with he, like the, the, the German tier, general or whatever. Yeah, and the uh, Asian chick. Like, yeah, the, I don't know yeah, who that was. Um, but she's back and she she goes. Back yes, so she's a high roller. She yeah. was she was there. Yep. Um, he's bluffing, and there's like a blood tear that comes out of his eye. Yeah. And later on, when he gets like stressed about something, there's a blood tear coming out of his eye. So I thought his tell was going to be the blood tear, and that's how Bond was going to beat him. They didn't do that, so yeah. I thought that was a missed opportunity. Mm. Anyways. You continue. Yeah, no, uh, but he he ends up he gets uh, he buys back in with the money from the CIA, which we have Jeffrey Wright. I forget his guy's name, who's actually coming back for the last film. Mm-hmm. He's he's, he's going to be in No Time to Die, um, uh, and then he does end up winning. Um, I also love how like nonchalantly he tosses the dealer like a million dollar. Uh, yeah, this is for you, and he's, he's like, like, "Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Appreciate it." Um, 
but then we think a good job. Then we think all this is one of my only issues with the film is that this is where I thought the film was ending and it has like a good like hour left. Right. Um, the pacing felt a little off for a second. Okay. Um, it did. It gets going again. Um, but then everything's happy, right? Everything's all good. Mm-hmm. They're living the life. Uh, he genuinely like falls in love with Vesper, so right. as as far as we know. Um, they there are multiple points in this film where it feels like we're at the happy ending, and then yeah. I look and it's like. There's 45 minutes left, yep. and then something else happens, and then it feels like there's a happy ending, and I'm like, there's still 30 minutes left. Yeah, like they're having dinner like right after, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, Mathis needs me, and he, I, I don't know what he realizes, but he's like, wait, Mathis, and starts running after them. I'll tell you what he realizes, because right, he realizes because of the tell, because he's got a big ego, and he's like, oh, I figured out his tell, what's yeah. going on here? Um, but that wasn't enough, that just sort of like threw him off, because he, you know, he's thinking, what's going on? So that triggered it. Mathis brought him the drink that poisoned him. Did he? Pretty sure. Pretty sure Mathis did. brought that drink over. I don't think he did. Are you sure? I'm like 80% sure. Okay. But anyway, he figures out something. Okay. Um, and uh, um, he goes running after, sees Vespa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he sees his scooter get captured. He sees Vespa get, get captured. Has mm-hmm. a hell of a wreck in his Aston Martin. Right. Um, they get captured. He gets tortured in the worst way. Um, but then, miraculously, Mr. White appears and shoots Lestrief in the face. Mm. So, that's where we are, right? Right. Wakes up. Mathis is still hanging out with him. Talking to him. He's like trying to give him a drink. He's like in the wheelchair. And then... Two guys come and just take him. He's zapped and he's done. But then we see the sequence of like his 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 life after spy. I guess he says, "I'm retiring." He's on a yacht, like a boat out floating in Italy. around. He's like, "I want to sail on the world, sail around the world with you." They have they have the winnings. That really nice German gentleman, Switzerland guy, is like I password. I don't know why I just like <laughs> headbutted my microphone, <laughs> like freaked out. He's like, "I didn't bring any chocolate." Dude, did you see his face? Bond's face when he, because like he like asks, he's like, "Did you bring any chocolates?" He's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry." And then Bond's like, he like looks like he's like, "Why not?" <laughs> like genuinely disappointed. I thought it was funny. Anyway, so then they're just living the dream. Him and Vesper. Mm-hmm. All right. First off, I gotta say I hate when when shows or movies show the couple making out on the bed passionately and they like roll off the bed. And they're like, "Ah ha ha, fun. Let's just keep making out." I'm like, that hurts. That would hurt. They fell onto a hard floor. In a hospital, mm-hmm. that's painful. Sure, I'm, that's a qualm. That but it's I have. about not having a care in the world. What if you like? You can transcend pain <laughs> because you're with Vesper, Hunter. It's a high. It's a high bed. That would hurt. That's all I'm saying. That would hurt. Um, but yeah, so uh, they're in love. Everything's happy, mm-hmm. and they end up in Italy, right? In um, Venice. Venice. What? Nothing. They're on Venus. And she goes to deposit uh, the money or whatever. Um, no. She goes to, she, she's going to withdraw the money, mm-hmm. I think, right? Uh, but she gets, Bond gets a call from him after he's retired or whatever, resigned. And she's like, where's the money? We're waiting for the deposit. And he's like, wait a second. It should have been. Should have already been there, right? Yeah. Well, he's not saying that, but he's obviously thinking he's like, something's wrong. And then he calls 
the nice dude from Switzerland, and he's like, I can't access the money. And he's like, it's being withdrawn right now. He's like, where? He's like, the Venice branch, of course. Mm-hmm. And he sees Vesper's cell phone saying, like, meet in 30 minutes. So he knows she's, you know, in on it. She's betraying him, chases her down. There's this whole, who's that guy with the glasses? I don't know. Was that? That, For some reason, I that thought, wasn't Lashif, right? Yeah, I thought it was like, is it supposed to be Lashif? But I was like, he's he got shot in the he head. He got shot in the head. He's dead. It's never explained, dude. Just has, he just has like one lens. That was another trope thing where it felt like... So, Lashif having the bloody eye tear duct thing, and it has yeah. like no reason. It's never yeah. explained or anything. That felt like... Well, a, like Bond villains have to have something. Right. right. So, this guy also had to have something. It always has to do with one of their eyes. Does he count as a Bond villain, though? Because he's, he's in it for like two minutes. Okay, but they gave him an eye patch, Hunter. That's true. Anyway, so they destroy a building. Maybe it's like a callback <laughs> to like a, a, an actual Probably. popular thing from an Probably older film. Is, that, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's this whole fight sequence. They literally destroy a whole building. It sinks into the river, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what those things were <laughs> at the bottom of the building. Yeah. Uh, and then the building started sinking, and then I knew what those things were. Yep. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, what is that? Why is that just at the bottom of this building? <laughs> um, but there's this interesting scene where Vesper is um, trapped in the like elevator or whatever, and mm-hmm. she's drowning, and she locks herself in. Well, she's not drowning yet. Well, no, but she locks herself in. She's going to mm-hmm. drown. She knows that. Um, I thought the I thought the, the her death scene was done really well, because you see her like swallow water, and it's like, mm-hmm. ooh. They had to do six takes, and they had to uh, revive her revive twice. Revive her? Wow. That's she died that's, twice. That's commitment there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's fascinating. Why do you think he was trying to save her? To, like, to like take her in or because he, so he loved he, her? I mean, think about this. He resigned. Like, he was out. Yeah. He he had fallen into the illusion that, like, they were going to live happily ever after. And, like, he was – that's what he wanted, yeah. right? Um. So he wanted to hold on to that, even when he knew that she betrayed him. Yeah. He wanted to save her, and he wanted to just say, like, you know what, let's forget that. Because he was also running away from stuff that he had done, so why couldn't she run away from stuff that she had done? Yeah. But she knew that she'd probably be chased. Well, she even stuff. says, like, sometimes you, you can forget the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a really, that's a, that's a tough scene, because I want to say, I forget which film it is, but she come, she's not, she's, she, she, she doesn't come back, but, but her name... I think it's Spectre, because Spectre sort of links them all together. Um, Her name is Spectre. No, 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 no. Inspector. When we get, which we'll we'll we'll, we'll touch on that, and we'll touch on um, what's the guy's name? Chris Christoph Waltz plays him. He's like the James Bond bad guy, mm-hmm. um, with, with the scar and the cat. That guy. You know, have you have you seen Spectre? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so no, that's it's it's a really tough death scene, but then you know we see Bond. I think the exchange between him and M is really interesting where we see him, he's like, the bitch is dead, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, well, actually, James, uh, she helped you. Like, she knew she was going to die. Mm-hmm. You lived because she probably made a deal to let you live if she gave them the money. And then he's like, well, sh- she left her cell phone knowing I would check it. But So I have a question for yeah. you. That's what MI6 thinks. It's MI6, right? Mm-hmm. Or M- is it M16? MI6. MI6, okay. That's what they think. That's what their intel tells them. But her boyfriend was kidnapped before the beginning of this movie, right? Yep. Do you think she was in on it the whole time? Do you think she, um, um, Mathis was actually a good guy? And he didn't tip anybody off, and it was her tipping 
the Chiffre. I don't know. And that's know. why she didn't want him to buy back in because she wanted the Chiffre to win so that... I don't know. That Maybe. Because, because M does say like, well, at least Mathis is clear. And he's like, no, all this proves is that she was guilty, not that he was innocent. And she's like, you don't trust anybody. He's like, no, because I'm James Bond. Mm-hmm. Dun-dun, dun-dun. Yeah, but but you know, like he keeps her phone and her stuff, and we see that she left a contact for him, Mr. White. Mm-hmm. So it does seem that she is trying to help him to an extent. Well, it's, at certain points in the film, she definitely, I, I definitely don't think she wants him dead. Yeah, because uh, like the defibrillator thing, right? She could have just like let him die. True. But then we see the actual mastermind behind everything for five seconds, Mr. White, and he gets shot in the leg, mm-hmm. and we finally get the iconic line of. James Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. It's, like <laughs> it's like when Superman puts on a suit for the first time. And do you remember and he's like way James back, Man. way back, Superman. In <laughs> <laughs> way back in our first episode, Hunter, I said, wouldn't it have been cool if Man of Steel was like all the trials and tribulations that get him to the point where he finally reveals himself as Superman and then it cuts to credits? Well, we get all this stuff, all these trials and tribulations to where James Bond says the name's Bond, James Bond, and then it cuts to credits, and it was really cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. All right. Well, just how about you make that movie then? Call up Henry Cavill, see if he'll do it. I I think he will. You know, he's apparently rumored to be the next Bond. He was great in, uh, um, what was that? He was in Mission Impossible. Yeah, and he's also uh, the man from Uncle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... There are a couple, real quick, and then we'll wrap up. There are a couple of names that have been tossed around for the next Bond. Uh, Tom Hiddleston was tossed around. Tom Hiddleston would be great. Um, and then uh, Idris Elba, which I think would be a super dope choice. Mm-hmm. He'd be a really, really good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, any of those I think would be great. Cool, let's wrap it up. Um, you know how you defeat uh, Idris Elba's James Bond? How? Give him really hot wings. Is he in Hot Ones? Have you not seen the clip seen from it. Hot Ones where he's going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I love Idris Elba, though. He's a great actor. Anyway, um, cool. Yeah, so uh, let's wrap it up. Zach, what are your last thoughts? Give me one sentence. Just one. This movie is good. Wow. I didn't get to ask the question. You asked me. You didn't say I could. You didn't say, give me your thoughts, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, right. You said, well, give we, me one we sentence. We had to do that because that's the name of the podcast, so you asked me. Give me your last thoughts, <laughs> and then I will ask you a question. Uh, no, I love this movie. I actually, I really think this is. Um, I love Skyfall, but this this one, I'm gonna be. I'm curious to see how it it, it ranks now because this one is better than I remembered it being. Mm-hmm. Which is, I I remembered it being very good, but this is. I loved it. I love this movie all I the think, way through. I think it's yeah. I, I have a couple little things here and there, but overall, I think it's really really great. But is it good? It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool, we have one last segment, and it is called Every Movie Sucks. Yes. This is where we need the bass, walking bass line, I'll do some slam poetry. No, 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 like, like, like a boom, 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 You like your movie? Well, someone else hates it. That's right. You love it. They hate it. This is called Every Movie Sucks. Great, that was great. I love it. Okay, cool. So this you're gonna have to read all these because I don't my my. Oh, that's right. We we search uh, my iPad Air, Rotten not a sponsor. And we find the worst died. Uh, the worst ratings that we can find. This is sitting at certified fresh at ninety four percent, and the audience score is eighty nine percent. So let's see what we can find. That's gonna be tough to find bad ones. I'll see what I can find real quick. 
Um, Kree's T. This is a two and a half star. Too much plot armor and casual unpunished murder. That's what he's saying there. There's a lot of casual unpunished murder, but he has a license to kill. And when you have a license to kill Kree's T, you can kill with that license. It would, it would appear so. Ah, here's a one star. Why is this is Paco too? Why is he so serious all the time? Is he a robot? Is he the Terminator? Why does he look so bored? Dude, that's not that's not a, that's I've, not a review. I've always been more of a fan of Paco one. <laughs> that's what you get, Paco two. See, this top this segment's no good when, um, uh, when these films are great. Here's one. This is a five star review. <laughs> it's from one age, and the review says. Smelly fish is the word for this movie. <laughs> Smelly fish. Uh, oh, because of the Venice scene. Yeah. What? Water. Water. Let me try and find one more, but I can't find any. This is tough. No no one-star reviews? You said the Smelly Fish review was a five-star? Five-star review. So they just didn't understand. They didn't understand. Oh, come on, give me one more. Come on, guys. Oh, here's a two-star. It says... I gave it an hour. It's not my thing. Okay, well then don't watch it. What are you, this is yeah, what, why? What why do people... <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm doing two more pages. Here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Richard B. says, half star. What? <laughs> What's he say, Hunter? Oh God. What's Richard say? This is problematic. If anyone wants to know what's wrong with the USA... And why we're in the shape we're in today. Just watch this horrible, all caps, disgusting, all caps, movie. What is wrong? What? Literally, it doesn't make any sense. Man, he was reviewing this in front of his church group or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they watched it. He didn't vet it first. He's a he's an agent for for England. What is that? Right. There's only one American in this whole movie, and it's Jeffrey Wright. He's mm-hmm. in the CIA. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here's one. This is the last one. Manual M. Uh, two stars. When Pierce Brosnan was replaced by Daniel Craig, I was completely shocked. As many previous old fans of, pre- of previous 007 movies, Craig lacked all the sexy, elegant, fun charisma and regular usage of special gadgets and weapons used in, on previous actors. He was blonde with a bad attitude and didn't look like he fit the James Bond character. He was more like a Bruce Willis diehard character. He evolved. False. He evolved on the next movie to really earn the 007 character. Great for him. So is this a good review? You gave I it two th- stars. I think, I think they are saying that this film doesn't make the cut. But and the next on, film is like a redemption arc. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, um, there you go. Uh, but we, we spent a whole like five minutes talking about <laughs> how the removal of all the gadgets was a, good thing. Was a positive. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, next week we got uh, Skyfall, one of my favorites. And then we will be doing No Time to Die. You got anything, uh, any last thoughts to say? No, nothing else to say. I will add that we appreciate you listening to us. Yes. We would love it if you would leave a review, send us a message. What do you think about Daniel Craig's James Bond? Yep. How would you rank the James Bonds? Who's yeah. your favorite? Yep. And why? We'd love to know. How can they find us? They can email us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. That is B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can also search B-I-I-G podcast on Twitter. 
That is B-I-I-G podcast. On Twitter. On Twitter. Or you can find me on Instagram at Bud is a good podcast. Um, what? Oh, uh, and uh, yeah, just say hello. No, you have and to say it a second time. Oh, oh, I was confused. Okay, sorry, sorry. Or you can find me on uh, uh, Bud is a good podcast on Instagram. That's Bud is it good podcast on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> there good. Go. There you go. Very good, Hunter. Cool. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Bye. See ya. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.